Welcome to the 5 Seconds of Fame podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and today I am joined by a man who is very much a huge Derek X fan like myself, Ben O'Brien. Ben, how are you doing today? Yes, Trevor, we like that, especially because, um, again, Brandon's not here. Um, we, we like that. Us two together, we can, we can praise Derek X all we want, and there will be no... Um, I guess, rejection or no objection to that. I'm not saying Brandon hates Derek X, but we get another week where we don't have to hear somebody obsessing about Kylan for really no reason. So I'm cool with that, Trevor. I like that intro. I'm ready to get started for sure. Yeah, I'm curious to know how Brandon's going to feel about Kylan once he you know, sees all the episode and he catches up. I'm, I'm wondering if he's still going to be saying that Kylan's his favorite player because I got to say this week, uh, Kylan... Uh, I, you know, I, I was, I really liked Kylan before this week and now I'm just like, eh, I don't know about Kylan. I, I wouldn't be sad to see him go. Trevor, we know it doesn't matter what Kylan does. Brandon's always going to like him because it's all that he has left on his team. It's, he's holding on to Kylan, you know, for his life at this point. Brandon's showing in these drafts has been embarrassing. And if Kylan goes, it'll be another embarrassing performance. It doesn't matter if Ky- if Kylan's against the whole house. Brandon will say Kylan's playing the be- the best game because that's all that Brandon's got left for him. That's true, and you know what? We since we haven't done this, I think it would be good to actually like take a quick look at the draft. Um, obviously, spoiler alert: we just saw Brittany go home, so that was a member of Brandon's team, and now he yes, has of course, of course, <laughs> and now he has just Kylan, as you mentioned, Ben. And it's really interesting to look at this picture now. So Brandon only has Kylan. That was his first draft pick. Um, I still have four players. I have Xavier, Aza, Alyssa, and uh, Derek Ave, Big D. Not, not too bad for me. And then, Ben, you also have four members left. You have Claire, Derek X, Hannah, and Sarah Beth. So me and you both have four members. Brandon only has one. That's uh, rough. Yeah, and remember, this is the guy this year that said he did – much more research. He took this way more seriously than in years past. And I don't know. I mean, Kylan's – I'm not saying Kylan's bad. He's a good player. He's in a decent spot. But it's not looking like Brandon's uh, research paid off as much as he thought it would this year. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting here because we have one person who obviously is on none of our teams, uh, Tiffany, who oh, yeah. is kind of like – Probably I, the best chance to win. I guess the audience's <laughs> pick. Um, and, yeah. you know, obviously she could win and then I, none of us win. But I think also, I think you and I both have a few people that have a good chance. Obviously, Xavier, um, I think, as we're, when we get the ratings, we'll talk about this further. But Xavier is my main hope here. Mm-hmm. You have a few different options. You have Hannah, Derek X, and Claire. All three of them aren't bad. Although, I would argue that, you know, if you're not a member of a cookout, uh, it's, it's looking uh, more rough for you as the weeks go on. I agree with you, and I would say of the people that are on my team, the people that are on your team, you have the best chance. Like, Xavier has the, a better chance of winning, than, in my opinion, than anybody on my team that I have left. Um, again, I still think Tiffany, at this point, has the best, or one of the best chances, if not the best chance to win. She's on nobody's team. But of the people we have on our teams, I, I think you have the best chance of winning, in my opinion, um, with, with Xavier being your number one pick and the number one overall pick. So, if Xavier goes on to win Trevor, I think that's not only a successful draft for you, but just as this podcast as a whole and our knowledge of big brother if the first overall pick wins i feel like that's a successful year for us in general yeah i agree so with that being said uh let's get into the week obviously you know we uh talked about how kylan had one hoh at the end of our podcast last week uh it was like a knockout style competition 
obviously, I always love the knockout style competitions. It's very interesting. Uh, you know, no matter the season, it always is, you know, kind of revealing. You get to see, you get an idea of, like, who is aligned with each other. Obviously, you have some people that are trying to, like, hide their alliances. So they're, you know, uh, making whatever moves that they think are, are necessary for their game. So the one thing that kind of came out of this, in addition to Kylan winning HOH, is that there were a couple people that wanted Kylan to throw it to them. Uh, one in particular being Aza. Aza really wanted uh, Kylan to throw it to her. It seemed like uh, when they w were about to go up there, or before they were going to go up there, Aza was like whispering, hey, like, Kylan, like, please throw it to me or something. And I, Kylan, like, I, I don't even know if he said yes, to be honest. I don't know if you remember, Ben. It seemed like he was just kind of like, eh, he was kind of just like trying to avoid it. Um, I don't know if he actually yeah. said yes, um, but to me, in that scenario, um, that's a very tough scenario to be put in. To, for someone to just ask you on the spot, like, hey, Kylan, mm -hmm. can you throw it to me? Um, so I don't blame Kylan for, you know, going and winning. But um, I, I guess just in general, with kind of seeing how that knockout played out, what were some of your thoughts on it? Do you think Kylan um, could have done things differently to, uh, I, I guess, handle the situation better? in the actual competition itself. Well, I will say, and I mean, like, remember Trevor, Kylan, he, he did, he was trying not to win, right? Like, wasn't it with, he was with Tiffany in the end and S Tiffany like got it wrong. Like Kylan didn't want to win. Isn't that how it happened, Trevor? Yeah. So he, he initially went up with Aza. I think this was when there was like four people left and he didn't want to throw it to Aza, even though he may yeah. have told her that he was, because I didn't think, I don't think Kylan trusted Aza. Um, to the HOH, to be honest. I think that was the reason. However, mm -hmm. with Tiffany, I think he did trust her enough, and he just literally just held off from the button. He didn't do anything, and then obviously Tiffany yeah, and she got uh, wrong. answered the question wrong. So, And I, I guess Kylan, yeah. if he was thinking about it, he could have proactively answered the question wrong, but like, you know, if, if Tiffany's not going to answer the question right, then Tiffany, that's kind of on you, I think. No, it's definitely on Tiffany, and, and I guess in that case, yeah, it just fell to Kylan. Um, I, like, I like this competition in general, and we see it every year. Because it, it forces you to show your cards at least a little bit. I mean, I guess you don't have to. You Like you kind of mentioned, Trevor, you, you can, I guess, try to hide your, your alliance a little bit and put people up that you don't necessarily want to. But for the most part, you're going to do what you need to do to put yourself in the best position in, in a competition like this. So you're going to put up – or you're going to not put up. You're going to put two people against each other that you don't want to see win HOH. Um, and, again, we see it every year, and it always adds at least a little bit of drama. We saw a little bit this year, like you mentioned in terms of people being mad. Oh, I thought you were working with me. Why are you putting me up with another one of our allies? Like, what's going on? Um, so, again, I, I just like it. I always think it adds a little bit of drama and paranoia to people because it, it forces you to kind of do what you have to do in your in your own self-best interest um, to, to succeed not only that week, but put yourself in a better position moving forward. Yeah, and I think it's also revealing in the sense that just in general, if you were at the bottom of you know an alliance or if you were at the bottom of the house – I think this competition can pretty easily let you know that. And then it can oh, also, yeah. in uh, inversely, it can let you know who is running the game or who is in charge. Because like, as yeah. we see, Tiffany and Xavier in particular were two of the last people to possibly be chosen. I think Xavier wasn't chosen for the first time until like the final three. Um, and then he threw it to Tiffany there, and then obviously we saw Kylan win, but it's it's very revealing. And if I was in the house, you know, any one of those other people, if I was Claire, or I was Derek X, or, you know, whoever it may be, Sarah Beth, 
I would be looking at it and seeing like, oh, Xavier, he was the last one to be picking. Tiffany also was one of the last one to be picking. You know, as we'll, as you'll see when we get to our ratings again, um, Xavier and Tiffany are probably the two top players, at least in my opinion they are. Yeah, no, I agree. And again, you made a really good point. Like, these people are smart, so they're able to they're able to take mental notes of, like you said, yo, why aren't Tiffany and Xavier? Why are they never being picked? Why are we constantly going after the same three people in in this competition? Why are we constantly picking the same group of people um, to to go against each other and kind of kind of pick at each other? Um, so again, like I said, these these players are smart. Like like I promise you, they took mental notes of that. The fact that Tiffany and Xavier um, are never are never gonna get are never getting picked there, and Kylan's picking certain people. So again, it just adds that element of, of paranoia, and it makes people really think, and it kind of gives you an idea, at least a little bit, of, of what's going on in the game, who is where. Yeah, so another thing that kind of came from this is, is like I kind of mentioned, Ozza wanted Kylan to throw uh, the competition to her. They ended up having a conversation that we saw on the Sunday night episode where it, it was very much like a, a conversation that felt like it was not going to get resolved at all because... Um, it seemed like Oz and Kylan were just coming from completely different, like they had completely different perspectives and completely different, um, I guess, outlooks on what should have happened in that situation. You know, Ozza is clearly thinking like, you're in my alliance, we're supposed to be working together, and you're picking me with Brittany here, like, why are you doing that? Why are you picking me over and over again? Um, and then Kylan, from his perspective, he's just like, well... Well, number one, Brittany picked me, so I, you know, I was like, okay, you're her closest ally, so I guess I'll do that. And then I kept picking you because I was trying to hide my alliance, and, mm -hmm. and that's kind of his play there. And I think Kylan overall was probably, I guess, in a sense, I mean, these are this is just two people's opinions. In my opinion, I think Kylan's probably more right technically than Ozza is, but I don't think he really handled this well at all. Um, I think as we as we've talked about before, like Tiffany and Oz have had conversations like this where Tiffany didn't handle it the best because you know with someone like Oz, you really you really have to make her um, you you have to make her feel that um, she's being heard as she kind of said, and you have to just you can't be like you can't come off as condescending like Kylan does sometimes. You can't act like you know everything. You can't just yeah. basically like Kylan comes in this conversation thinking and being confident that he is right that he was absolutely justified and he's not going to give in he's not going to give an inch and it didn't really seem like he was going to do that and that's just not how you handle conflicts or any sort of disagreement in general in in this game in life i would say in general so for kylan to handle this the way he did and not at least say you know what Oza, what, what here's what kylan should have done he should have been like you know, Ozza, you asked me the question. I wasn't really sure what to say because I kind of just wanted to play it out. I'm sorry that um, I didn't throw it to you, um, but I but I really just wanted to win it. I wanted to see, you know, pictures of my family, and that's kind of that's kind of just why I wanted to win it. And I'm and I'm sorry. That's kind of really just what his response should have been. He has to admit blame. He has to apologize, and he didn't really seem to do any of that. So that's just one of the many conversations this week. That Kylan didn't handle this well. Uh, we saw a few more conversations with Brit oh, yeah. with Brittany later in the week that he also didn't handle well. Um, but but Ben, I guess just in general, you know, what are some of your thoughts about Kylan's HOH week? Yeah, and you made a lot of good points, and you kind of made a good point in terms of like, I don't want to say he necessarily 
I don't know if condescending is the right word, but it, I don't really have another word to explain it. Like, the way he talks, like, like you said, like, he, the way he answers people, it's kind of like, his tone of voice is almost like, oh, like, like, you're not good enough for me to tell you what I'm thinking. Like, stuff like that. Like, he's very, and again, he's smart. Like, he's pro, he's thinking, he's calculated. Um, but it kind of, like you said, kind of comes off of, of condescending, for lack of a better term, because... I don't know. It's just like people are like like they want more out of him, and he's just not giving them anything. He's not giving them anything substantial, and he's talking to them almost like he's he's a lot smarter than them, and that they wouldn't like he's trying to dumb it down for them. Um, and you can tell it. It's starting. We're getting to a point. I mean, we're what like forty four days in, where people are getting irritated with it because they're asking these questions. Why are you doing this? And he's not giving them anything substantial. He's not giving them any sort of substance. So what that tells them is, this dude's hiding something from me. If he was my true ally, if we were really in this together, he'd be telling me a lot more than he is. Um, so maybe that's just a flaw in Kylan's game in terms of he's so calculated, he's so secretive, he keeps a lot of things close to his vest, that it's rubbing off the wrong way to a lot of people that, that he's close with and that, that gave a lot of their trust to him, and he's not giving it back. Um, so, again, he, I don't know, not the best week in the world. Our ratings will, will reflect that, that he didn't necessarily improve his game in any way. Um, but it is what it is. He, he's a good player. He's obviously been the front runner or a front runner in this game pretty much since the very beginning. Um, so we'll, we'll see what, what happens from here. We'll see where it goes from, from here. Um, obviously, he couldn't play in the HOH tonight, so he, there was no way of him being safe. We'll see how that, you know, he handles this twist or what happens with that. But overall, I just I don't know. I'm, I'm losing interest in Kylan. It's not that I hate him, but he's slowly going down in terms of like my likability towards him. Um, and it's nothing personal. It's just the way he's playing the game. I'm getting a little irritated with, with the answers he's giving and kind of how he, he approaches different situations. Yeah. Yeah, and just in, in, with his game in particular, his game is going downhill as well. You know, he started off on the season and, and really I should be saving this for our ratings, but I'll just I'll just make it quick. Like he, he started this game on the wrong foot. He was nominated, but he seemed to recover really quickly. He made a lot of good relationships with Sarah Beth, with Tiffany, with really the rest of the cookout, with people outside the cookout, like Alyssa. Like he was making a ton of good relationships. It seemed like he knew the game. He had talked about his fandom, how he really likes Derek and Cody and all this other stuff. Um, and it seemed like he was doing really well, but now in the last couple weeks it just kind of been falling and falling down and uh the the stem of that was his relationship with sarah beth but now it's more than just that as we're seeing with his hoh week so uh kylan he ends up nominating claire and big d uh puts them up on the block um i know last week uh we we thought this might happen at least because i was reading i, I think i was like reading twitter and i was seeing that this could be a possibility it was a little bit of a surprise for me um you know because I don't know. I, I guess I just didn't sense the danger for Claire, um, in a sense. Now, if I'm if I'm thinking about who Kylan's target should have been, it should have been Claire because Claire is the closest person outside the cookout to Tiffany, and I think because Tiffany um, is, or at that time at least, was certainly the most powerful person in the house. I think weakening her by virtue of taking out one of her closest allies would be really good for Kylan. So I think. Claire was the right target. Initially, it seemed like that is what he wanted to do. I'm not sure if he should have put her up on the block to start because as we're going to see with this whole high rollers room twist, this twist really just, uh, you know, can screw up all your plans as HOH, um, you know. So 
we're going to see that, but Claire and Big D are on the block. Big D um, volunteers to go on the block as a pawn. Um, I, I don't think it needs to be said. You should never volunteer to go on the block as a pawn. Nope. Um, <laughs> ben, any, any thoughts on these nominations? Yeah, like you said, I mean, so Derek F., you know, obviously volunteering to be a pawn. Don't ever do that. Not smart. Um, not like we've been super impressed with him anyway, so it's like whatever. In terms of Claire, obviously I don't like to see my first-round pick up on the block. But like you said, Kylan did it, and he had a good reason for doing it. Like, Claire said some stuff that Kylan didn't necessarily like, didn't necessarily agree with. Claire's putting people's names out there that Kylan's aligned with. Kylan, you're HOH. All right, if, if, if you don't trust this person, if you if you think that they're going to hurt your game, then yeah, throw them up on the block. So Kylan did, I guess, I don't want to say the right thing, but he did a smart thing. Like, he did, it makes sense to, to put Claire up based on his explanations and based on what happened. So I'm not mad in terms of Kylan doing that. Like, it made sense for his game. I don't like it because I because I like Claire, um, but it made sense. And again, nobody nobody thought that Derek F was really ever in trouble. Like they they know he's the ultimate pawn. They talked about I think it was Claire. Somebody was talking about Derek F is the perfect person to take to the final two. Okay, because one you can beat him in any competition down the line, probably very good chance. And he hasn't really done a whole lot. Um, so Claire's smart. She she knew she knew what the deal was. She knew she she must have slipped up. She must have said something that Kylan didn't like. Obviously, she wasn't happy about it because she thought she was close with Kylan. But Claire was self-aware enough to know that if you're sitting next to Big D, if anybody's sitting next to, to Derek F., um, you're probably the target because Derek F. really isn't a threat to anyone. Yeah, and I think with the, you know, on the Claire side of things, I got to point out because up until this point, you know, she's been playing a pretty under-the-radar game. She's been playing pretty well, not, like, great, but she's been playing good. You know, she's been doing well enough. She's been with Tiffany. She has a lot of good relationships. She clearly is very smart and knows the game very well. Um, but she kind of messed up here um, with Kylan because she told him that she would target uh, members of the cookout. I believe it was like Big D and Aza that she said. Um, and obviously that's something you don't want to do. Now, after the nominations happened, it seemed like Tiffany, for as much as she has at different points talked about being totally okay with Claire leaving, um, she really did go to bat for Claire this week. She did um, try to get the target off her back, and she was pretty successful, um, along with Hannah. Hannah did. Uh, I think some. I think Hannah at least made some efforts towards this as well, but Tiffany uh, really made it a point to go to Kyla and be like, no, actually, uh, Claire was planning on targeting Sarah Beth and you, Kylan. Now, if you're listening to this, you may be thinking, well, why would that make Kylan feel better about Claire? Well, the reason it makes Kylan feel better about Claire is because Kylan is perfectly okay with him being on, himself being on the block with Sarah Beth because he is certain, um, and, and he's right about this, by the way, that Sarah, yeah, Beth, that Sarah Beth would go home in that instance, and um, that would be perfectly fine for him. Whereas if Claire does what she told Kylan, which is putting two other cookout members on the block, then that would obviously put the cookout in a very uh, a much worse position so kylan um definitely thinking about the team first here which a couple weeks ago I, I wasn't sure if kylan was all that loyal to the cookout but uh turns out i was wrong on that one uh kylan's very loyal very loyal to the cookout as pretty much everyone is um at this point which is very bad for you if you are not part of the cookout so uh that happened there tiffany th that's kind of why the target uh was basically steered off of claire and claire i think maybe did some good work on her own but i would say tiffany definitely um, had a lot to do with it. So uh, we have this veto, which, um, you know, we, we have, like, this whole second veto twist um, that ends up, um, obviously, you know, we see the bets, Kyland, Claire, 
Big D and uh, Sarah Beth. They're the four that are betting. Um, with the twist, I don't want to talk a, a whole lot about it. I, overall, I don't really like it. I think it's too complicated. Um, I think for a general viewer, I don't think you should have a twist that's this complicated. And really, you should have a twist in general because I don't like them. Um, but I'm not going to talk too much about it. We get to the veto competition. Um, the, it's OTEV, which is obviously you know one of everyone's favorite competitions. And we get to Alyssa and Kylan. They're the final two. Um, it seemed pretty clear that Kylan could have won this competition, but he has these two names in his, ha his hand, and he's, like, trying to fake it and act like he actually didn't know which one it was. But it was so obvious. I mean, we, we had the diary room sessions from, like, Claire and others who were clearly like, Kylan, we know you're throwing it. You don't got to pretend. And um, this is just another thing throughout the week that makes people upset with Kylan. And, um, you know, for at least members outside of the cookout, Kylan is um, a lot of these people's number one target. Like, for Claire, Kylan's her number one target. Um, Derek X, Kylan is... Well, actually, Xavier might be Derek X's number one target, but it's between Kylan and Xavier. Um, for Brittany, she wants to come after Kylan. Um, obviously, Sarah Beth would be the only person outside of the cookout who doesn't, but it's clear that Kylan is not doing so well um, here, and throwing the veto to Alyssa is just further evidence from that. Uh, so Alyssa wins veto. Kylan, um, by, I guess, extension, wins the second veto because he bet on Alyssa. Um in the competition. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I'll, I'll stop right there and I'll ask you about this, Ben. So Kylan throws the veto. If, if you were in this competition and you were trying to throw the veto, uh, <laughs> what, what do you think you would do? Because clearly I think there are a lot better strategies as far as throwing the veto. You know, Trevor, I was thinking that exact scenario yesterday when I was watching this. I was trying to think of all the ways that I would try to throw it. And what I think I would do is I think I would just start acting like I'm panicking, I'm freaking out. I would like go really fast and act like I'm going way too fast, like way out of control. And I, I think what I would do is I would just start throwing those different cards or whatever all over. And then what I would do is after a while I'd act like, shoot, I think I read it wrong. I think I accidentally threw the right one. And then maybe go back and act like you're trying to look for the one that, that you threw. Like, you know, maybe like you were nervous, you were going way too fast. You, you didn't read them correctly and you accidentally threw the right answer. Um, and then, you know, so like Kylan's strategy, like you said, of just kind of standing there and just staring at him like he's stupid and doesn't like people know he's smart. Like he's standing there like he's all confused, like he's thinking about it. Um, and it just didn't fool anybody. So I would have I would have took the route of I know the answer. It's just a matter of I was I was too clumsy with it or I fumbled it um, and I, I accidentally threw the right one away. And now I got to go look for it again. Um, but I was I was thinking hard about how I would do that because. I think it's it's easier said than done to throw a competition, and we see this every year. We're like, that can, that hurts people's games many times when you try to throw something and it's so obvious to everybody else that you're throwing a competition. There's definitely like an art to throwing the competition, um, and in this case, Kylan did a really bad job because he just stood there with that like confused look on his face, where he like um, he was just like had that little smirk, where like I don't I don't know I don't know how he thought he was fooling anybody because it was so obvious, and obviously it made Claire so upset. Um, but it was it was funny, and I, I understand why Claire was upset. Because if I was Claire in that situation, I'd probably be pretty upset too. Yeah, I think the I think the theme here is that Kylan's just really bad under pressure. Ultimately, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that happens. Um, obviously, uh, after after this, they kind of decide that Brittany is going to be the target. That's who we want to uh, get out of the house now. Um, the way by which, the way by in which Brittany becomes the target. 
Well, number one is actually uh, kind of do this twist. Brittany was given 100 BB bucks as voted by the audience. She was given 100 along with uh, Big D and Derek X. And this is actually one of the reasons um, that this actually started, I think, right after the noms, after they found this out. That it's like, oh, Brittany has 100. She's going to be in the running for, you know, these two other powers. So, like, you have the second veto, which is the first one. Uh, the roulette, which is going to be the power that's unleashed this coming week, uh, which is 125 BB bucks. And then the final one, which is, I'm just calling it, like, the Coupe d'Etat coin. I think it's, like, the coin of destiny or something. Um, but that one's 250 BB bucks. So, I think the biggest reason that I saw over and over again, and it's not the only reason, but it's that Brittany has these 100 BB bucks. This is an easy way to target her. Um, Claire only has 50. You know, you look at her, you look at someone like Alyssa. Alyssa only has 50. This is a reason to target Brittany um, because at the end of the day, it was really only between three options, as was mentioned on the episode from Kylan. It was either going to be Claire, Brittany, or Alyssa. And I think through this, um, through Tiffany, so through the BB Bucks, that pointed toward Brittany. Through Tiffany convincing Kyla not to go after Claire, that convinced it to be Brittany. And then as far as Alyssa goes, Xavier, I think all week, did a really good job trying to get the target off of Alyssa. And Alyssa as well um, was you know doing a pretty decent job. Um, but Xavier put in a lot of work with Kyland uh, trying to make sure that Alyssa would not be the target. So it ended up landing on Brittany. Um, and I mean, that's pretty much it. Like Brittany's gonna go home here. She's evicted by a vote of seven to one. As far as the campaigning, like she, she tried, she did the best she could. And there was um, kind of a push for uh, a flip here, mainly from Claire and Derek X, as we saw in the episode tonight. But at the end of the day, it was never going to go over. Uh, this flip was never going to happen because the cookout always controlled the votes. They always had uh, the five votes they needed in the majority. Well, actually, they had four, technically. But um, either way, uh, Kylan had Sarah Beth, who was going to be on his side. So that was five right there. Um, but Brittany goes home here. And uh, what do you think here as we get as we wrap up Brittany's game, Ben? Obviously, Brandon, we'll get the comment on it next week. Um, maybe he'll just like ignore it altogether, or maybe he'll celebrate when he comes back. I don't know. But what did you think about this? So I'll, I'll, Brittany gave me two of my favorite moments of this season so far just this week, yesterday and today. That conversation that she had yesterday when she found out with Kylan, when she found out that she was going to be the replacement nom, it was so funny because she's, she's like, Kylan, what the heck? Like, we had this deal. Why You're such a liar. And Kylan was giving her, you know, typical Pat and, Pat and Kylan over here answer where he's like, well, um, in, for my game, it just made sense to put up somebody that I felt was a wild card. And she hits him with the, oh, you think I'm a wild card? And, like, he didn't know what to say to that. It was just so funny. She was so upset. And she was, like, kind of putting him in his place a little bit. Um, and he was so, like, obviously he's kind of, he was so calm about it. And he didn't really say a whole lot. But I thought that was so funny. And then the other one was obviously tonight when she's talking with Julie Chen and she's like, you know what? I get it. Like, it makes sense. I'm happy. They, it was good for them to do that because they know that I was going to win if I got to the end. Like, I was, I was such a strong competitor. Like, they were smart for getting me out. And that just made me laugh so hard because, come on now, Brittany. She's just so – I guess she's not self-aware enough to understand that nobody's ever seen her as a threat. She's just the person that goes up next to the, the target every week. Um, and she's won one competition that she's been in. So I don't know. I don't know where she gets the idea that, that she's the biggest threat in the house and that she would beat anybody in the final two. But I just thought that was funny because it was, it was so far from the truth that it was just comical. 
Yeah, it was definitely funny. I, I think there is a little part of me that'll miss um, just the absurdity of Britney's yeah. just like huge reactions to literally anything like tonight when julie's like complimenting her she it's it's like it's the best compliment she's ever gotten in her life when julie yeah. is like complimenting her it's it's pretty absurd um so i part of me i think will miss that but Brittany is now gone um she's the first member of jury now we are into jury and um yeah i think that's pretty much about it as far as the the week review sarah beth wins this hoh competition uh derek x came pretty close uh, I think Sarah's time was like 21 seconds or something, which was insane. Like I, mm-hmm. I was like I I could not have beaten Sarah's time. I I I won't even yeah act like I could have. That was a very fast time I think, and she did a great job. Derek X couldn't want it, uh, but he didn't, so we have to deal with it. Um, so yeah, I think with that being said, we can get into the ratings, and then as we kind of go through the ratings here, uh, we can kind of talk about um, who we think Sarah Beth will put up, who will be the target, and kind of how we see the week playing out so as always uh we will start off alphabetically uh first up is Alyssa. ben would you like to start uh with Alyssa? yeah i I can start with her and uh what i'll do is i think i'm gonna make a last second change here i don't know why i had her i put her at a four but for whatever reason i'm gonna keep her at a 3.5 i had her 3.5 last week um again i just didn't see a whole lot from Alyssa this week i guess you can make an argument for her to go down um, which it looks like you, you spoiler, but you, you knocked her down half point. So you can, I'll let you explain that. But I, I just, I don't know. Ever since Christian left, she's kind of just been there. Um, I guess her name got brought up a little bit, but like you said, Xavier kind of, kind of put that to the side a little bit. Um, I don't know. Again, 3.5, not impressed with Alyssa. Do I think she'll win? No. Do I think she could be around for a little bit longer? Yeah, because she's just not really a threat to anybody's game at this point. Yeah, so with Alyssa, as you said, I have a 3.5 for Alyssa. This is down from my 4 last week. And I think the main reason why I bumped her down is just because it seems like more than ever before, the cookout is such a strong and loyal alliance. Um, And, you know, they they really want to try to get down to the final six. And that could happen. Like, that is definitely a realistic possibility that this whole alliance could actually make the final six, which would be... Uh, very that would be unprecedented that's never happened I mean we had the brigade get to final I think seven before Matt was evicted uh, we saw the committee get pretty far last season but it wasn't all of them um, I don't know we've, se- we've seen some other alliances as well but it I mean this one I think is it at the very least the most loyal alliance ever and it could I mean I it could be the best alliance ever when it's all said and done but we'll see uh, how, how that ends up being with Alyssa with what she's been doing this week, um, I'm a little disappointed, I gotta say. Like, she's been very close to Xavier. Um, a lot of her talking with Xavier, going through different plans, talking strategy. And she's, you know, here and there, she's talking with, like, Claire, with Derek X, with Sarah Beth, uh, with Kylan a little bit, with Tiffany. But it's it's just not it's just not enough when it come when it comes down to it. She needs to be doing more. She needs to be trying to solidify something with Derek X, um, ex- herself, Xavier, and uh, Hannah. Ideally, this is that's something that um, she was trying to form last week w- before Christian went home. She and Derek X were trying to form a four person alliance with Derek X, Hannah, uh, Alyssa, and Christian. I think if she just uh, swapped out Christian for Xavier and tried to make something like that happen. That could be interesting. Now, the problem with that, obviously, is that Hannah and Derek X 
uh, or not Derek Ags, Hannah and Xavier are very little to cook out. And if uh, these people are talking, then, you know, that could be bad. I think Claire is obviously another person that she really needs to be reaching out to and trying to build that relationship with. Um, and she's not really doing so all that much. And then Sarah Beth is another one that she really needs to be trying to build that relationship. And I, I, Brittany, Brittany was another possibility and Brittany is now gone. So her options as far as people she can really work with and trust to, to get farther in this game is kind of dwindling down. And with Sarah Beth's HOH, I don't, I don't really think Alyssa's going to go home this week. I mean, she could um, because she's one of the one of the people that's, I guess, at the bottom of this house structure. But I don't necessarily see her going home this week. But, I mean, next week there could be a number of people that could target Alyssa um, for sure. I mean, like, you look at, like, Tiffany or Aza or, or uh, I guess, Kyland, um, you know, any one of these people or Hannah could target Alyssa. Uh, they could have targeted her if they want HOH. Um, so, yeah, not, not great for Alyssa here. Um, next person we have up is Aza. Um, I just kept Aza at a four again. She's in the cookout. I, I did, I, I at least considered for a second actually moving her up, but the thing is, I, I don't love the win equity still. I just, I'm trying to envision, like, what, in what scenario would Aza win the game? And I think the only scenario I see is if she's next to Big D. That's really the only scenario where she would win. And I don't know how them two are going to get to the end together because that would, one of them would have to win the final three comp. They would both have to get to the final three. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's difficult for me to see that happening. I think, you know, when you think about like the way that she's dealing with these different conversations throughout the week, uh, like the one with Kylan, not, not the greatest. Um, she probably could have handled that better. Um, you know, and, and, Obviously, she could definitely use power. Like, if she would have won the HOH, uh, her rating actually probably would have went up if she won HOH, um, unless she completely botched it, which she may have. But uh, anyway, my uh, rating for Aza is a 4. What are you thinking, Ben? Yeah, dude, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. 3.5, it's not changing from last week because she hasn't really done anything still. She's not going to win. I don't see her sitting in the final two against anybody and winning. Maybe Derek F, but even then, no idea. Um, so 3.5, not impressed with Aza. Really just hasn't given us a whole lot of anything this season. Um, and I don't really expect it to, to change anytime soon. Yeah. She even she even could be in some danger this week with Sarah Beth uh, winning age rage. I don't think she'll go home, but she could be a possible nomination. So uh, let's move on to the next one. We have Claire. Um, I had to bring Claire down. It, you know, it's really yeah. with the cookout. I had Sad. her at a 6.5. Um, last week, I now have her at a five, so one and a half points down for Claire to a five. Uh, she really didn't handle this week all that well. You know, she's been very passive pretty much all season, and now we're seeing kind of the effects to that. Uh, you know, it's slowly just kind of slowly bringing her game to the end. It could have brought her game to the end this week. Unfortunately, it did not, but um, she's in trouble for sure. Um, she made a couple mistakes, as I said, like telling Kylan that she was going to put up two cookout members. Uh, she needed to win HOH this week. She did not. Uh, she could be one of the targets this week. So it's it just, you know, Claire's in trouble. She has to win some power very soon. She, she's going to need next week's HOH because if she doesn't, one of, this, one of these weeks, uh, the cookout's going to look to uh, take her out. 
Yeah, it's a sad day, man. I, I had to bring her down. I had her at a seven last week. I had to bump her down to a six, a full point. Um, like you said, she's in trouble. She's not in the cookout, which is not going to be good for anybody's game at this point, um, especially as the weeks go on and the cookout is just going to be stronger and stronger because they're going to have the numbers. Um, Claire's in some trouble, man. and she was, in, she was in trouble even this week. We saw it. So obviously, she got out of it. She was okay. But I don't know how much longer that can keep happening where, where she gets in trouble and she doesn't go home because they're going to start running out of people to get rid of instead of her. Um, so I'm worried about Claire. Again, what it's coming down to this season, it seems like, is your win equity is based on whether or not you're in the cookout. Um, and Claire, unfortunately, is on the wrong side of that argument. So it's not looking good for her now. She's still a good player. She can still win some comps. I'm not saying she's a comp piece, but she's capable of winning comps. Um, and she's a smart player. So we'll see what happens. Do I think she can get herself out of a really tough hole if she's in one? Maybe not. But we'll see what she can do when she faces some, some more adversity down the line. Yeah, and it's just really – and I'm going to say the same thing kind of when I get to Derek X. But it's just really a case of, like, these are good players. Claire and Derek X in particular, they are good players. What they've shown to me is that, you know, these are people who – in the right season, if they're given, uh, you know, uh, I guess a, a deck of cards that better fits uh, their game, they could win the game because they're both capable players. They, you know, very often see what the right move is. Just like this week, they wanted to keep Brittany, and they should have wanted to keep Brittany. That was the right move for them. Um, people like Sarah Beth and Alyssa didn't really go along with that, but Claire and Derek X were really pushing for it. They knew it was good for their game, and um, they, they may be at least – starting to sense that there's some kind of uh alliance going on but they're at the end of the day i don't think they're going to figure out the cookout um so it's just it's too much i mean as we kind of see like some of these arguments between like Aza and kyland or tiffany and Aza or you know whatever the case may be i think it's enough to kind of deer them away from figuring out the alliance and uh, just like tiffany and claire are so close hannah and Derek x are so close um, you know, Xavier has a lot of different relationships, so it's it's tough. Uh, next person we have up is Big D. I kept Big D at the three that I had him at last week. Um, I, I don't see how he can win. I, I really don't see it. I mean, yes, he's safe. Yeah, he's probably getting to at least, like, final five or final six. He could be in the final two. But I, I don't see any scenario where he wins. People just really do not respect his game. It's been talked about. I think I probably mentioned it last week, but people – they talk about Big D and they kind of laugh and they make jokes about like, oh, Big D, he's a big social threat. He's running the game. But they don't really respect his game. Yeah, and, and with Brittany gone this week, he's basically going to be looked at as, as the go-to pawn now because, again, he's probably not going to win a whole lot of comps. Um, and people like him, so they're not necessarily going to vote him out. I kept him at a th three. No, I bumped him down. All right, I'm just going with the flow here. I bumped him down. Again, maybe it's because of what I just said. Um, Brittany's gone. The go-to pawn's gone. Now Derek adds the pawn, and that's I guess that's you know that'll work for a little bit. That could keep you in the game for a while, but you're not going to win if you're the go-to pawn. Um, like, mainly because, like I said earlier, if, if he's against anybody, there's a good chance that um, he's going to lose in the final two because he hasn't really done a whole lot. So 3.5. Um, not too impressed with Derek F. He's been low on my on my board for a while now, and I don't see it changing anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Derek X. Obviously, our favorite. Ben, would you like to start with Derek X? Yeah, Trevor. I had to do it. 
I've been probably way too high on him all year. I honestly probably am still too high on him. I I had to bring I had him at a six point five. I only bumped him down half a point, okay? Because I'm I'm showing my my bias here. I'm extremely biased. I don't want to put him any lower than a six, so I kept him. I put him at a six. Um, realistically, should I probably put him at a five point five? Yeah, um, but I'm holding out hope. It's similar to Claire. Um, I want I wanted to give him the same number as Claire because I feel like they're in a similar position. They're not in the cookout, which again. Not good, but he's a good player. Like you said, um, after I was done talking about Claire, in a different season, he might win. But in this season, it's not looking good for him because the numbers are just not going to be in his favor, and it's just going to get worse as the season goes on if more non-cookout members go home. Again, maybe this coming week that might not be the case with Sarah Beth in charge. Um, but as long as, as the cookout is in power and they're in charge and they have the influence, Derek X, his name is going to come up in conversations, and that's not going to be good because, again, if he's not going home, then eventually they're going to run out of people um, to send him to send home over him. So I think eventually his time's going to come. I don't know when it's going to be, um, but he's not in the best position in the world, and it makes me very sad. But it is what it is. Um, it's part of the game, man. You got to put yourself in the right position, and he's just not in the right position at the moment. Yeah, um, I think with Derek X. I, so first of all, I have him at a five, which is where I had Claire as well. Um, I think the one thing uh, that I maybe like better with Derek X's chances as far as Claire is that he could really go on just a comp spree. He could win a lot of competitions. Yeah. Um, he's already shown his abilities. So there's a potential for that. There's a potential that he can rattle off some comps. Um, there's also a potential that he could get this uh, he could get the big power. He had a hundred BB bucks in the first week. So if he is able to escape you know, eviction this week and save his money up for that coup d'etat coin, which the coup d'etat coin, which is the third power, um, is essentially a coup d'etat, which means that you can overthrow the HOH. So essentially, say Xavier for, I don't know, say Xavier wins HOH and he puts up, I don't know, Derek X and Claire in two weeks from now and Derek X wins this power, he can say, no, uh, I am reversing both nominations, and I am putting up, I don't know, Kyland and Aza or whatever. Um, he can do that. Now, the only caveat to that is it's apparently a coin that you have to flip, and he, so he only has a 50% chance of getting this. So he can either get the power and completely overthrow the HOH, or he can get nothing, which is obviously a huge difference. Um, but he's one of the potential people that can get this. Claire is no longer in the running for this power because uh, she only got 50 the first week and she used it already because she was nominated. So now she has no way to get up to the 250 that would be needed, whereas Derek X already is 100. Um, I think would probably probably is going to get 100 again and then we'll probably get 100 the third week as well. So he'll probably be eligible if he as long as he survives this week. But with Derek X's game, um, you know, he's really trying. He's trying to put in work. He's trying to, you know, further relationships with people. He really tried to set up this thing with, as I kind of mentioned, like when I was talking about Alyssa's game, uh, like this potential four-person alliance that Oz, that Alyssa and Derek X have talked about, at least in theory. Um, now, the the thing, the one of the main reasons is why this thing doesn't get solidified is because actually Hannah keeps like shooting it down. So Derek X wants to set up this four-person alliance with Alyssa, Xavier, and Hannah, Hannah doesn't want it to happen. Hannah is actually like going to Xavier and saying, Xavier, if Alyssa comes to you about this, shoot it down 
because you need to target Derek X. So this is kind of wild, and I'm going to talk about more. That I'm going to talk more about this when I get to Hannah. But Hannah, she is so loyal to the cookout that she is willing to have other people like Xavier target Derek X as soon as. Uh, well, it was this week. I think now she's changed her mind. Now it's now it's okay. Next week we can target Derek X. I'm not going to do it, but like Xavier, you can do it. Kylan, you can do it. So that's kind of what she's doing. Um, but yeah, again for Derek X, it is a five. Um, next person up we have is Hannah. So yeah, here we go. I can talk about Hannah now. Hannah, I gave a seven once again. Um, now I mentioned that move, right? And that obviously sounds like Hannah. Why are you doing this? Why would you, why would you say no to any alliance? Period. And why would you say no to a, an alliance that can potentially keep you safe if, say, Alyssa were to win HOH? Why would you do that? And it's it's not smart. I don't know why she did it, um, but apparently she's doing it so that, like, they can target Derek X and not feel bad about it, or Xavier in particular can. I I, I don't really know. Um, why she would do that. It's not good for her personal game. It's not um, the most optimal for her because for Hannah, she should be trying to get Derek X to the final two with her. Like Derek X would take her to the final two. Um, he could get out people like Kylan and Xavier. And I think Hannah would still beat him because Hannah would have, um, maybe she wouldn't get every member of the cookout to vote for, but she would get most of them. And I think she could probably squeeze out the five that would be necessary to beat Derek X. So it's really weird to me. Um, she's obviously very loyal to the cookout. Now, good things Hannah's doing. She's in a very good position. She talks often with Xavier. She talks often with Tiffany about plans. Um, and she has a lot of information coming to her. She's always aware of what's going on around her because Derek X tells her pretty much everything. Xavier tells her a lot of information. Tiffany tells her a lot of information. She talks with Claire a lot. So Hannah has a lot of good relationships, and she's in the know. When you're in the know in the Big Brother house, you're in a power position, and Hannah's in the know. So it's a 7. I bumped her up to a 6.5. I had trouble with Hannah, um, mainly because we just haven't seen a whole lot of her. But first of all, she's in the cookout, so there's some points in your favor. Um, and she's a really smart player. And, and I, I think, and maybe this is more of I hope that she's not taking these weeks for granted where she's not necessarily, she's not necessarily doing a whole lot. She's flying under the radar. She's a smart player. I, I do think she's she's processing all this. She's taking it all, and she's thinking. She's not just there. Um, she's taking advantage of these weeks where she doesn't necessarily have to do a whole lot because she's in a good position. Um, like you said with that whole Derek X thing, she's very loyal to her to, to her cookout alliance, and her cookout alliance seems like they're very loyal to her. They fought hard for her weeks ago when Sarah Beth was in power. Or not in power, but Sarah Beth wanted her, her gone. So she's in a good alliance. She's in an alliance that looks like they're gonna have her back for a while, um, so yeah, six point five, one of the higher the higher ratings on on any of our our scores here, um, and like I said, you you have her at a seven, so clearly she's in a good spot, and I'm very excited and very interested to see where she goes down the line because, like I said, she's very capable of going far in this game because she's really smart and she has a a good understanding of what's going on in that house. Yeah, she's uh to me she's in like that third position. She's in the third best mm -hmm. spot in the house. I think. She definitely does still have some paths to win, um, but I think she's kind of like willingly getting rid of what is probably her best path, which could be, uh, you know, bringing Derek X as far as possible. But she still could have like, like I think like a scenario where she gets to the final three with like uh, all girls. So if it's like her, Tiffany, and Aza, I think that could be a really good final three for her. Uh, preferably, uh, she wouldn't 
go to the final two with Tiffany, she might want to. Um, but I, I still think that could be a good path for her. Uh, next person up is Kyland. Uh, Kyland, I brought down a little bit. I have continued to bring down Kyland uh, the past couple weeks. I had him at a uh, 6.5 last week. I gave him a 6. So Kyland, um, I guess, um, in, contra- in like contradiction to what I had with Claire and Derek X, where I feel like they're playing pretty well. Like, they're they're playing well. It seems like they're doing the right thing, but their position is weakening. Kylan's position is still pretty good overall. It's not, it's not great, but it's still good because he's in the cookout, and he's probably going to make the final six. Um, but the way he played this week just was not good at all. Uh, we kind of mentioned it uh, and all the reasons that both of us already talked about, so I don't really have to go into it too much. Um, Kylan, for a lot of people in the cookout, would be the first person that would be targeted within the cookout. I know that's the case for Tiffany. Um, I believe that's also the case for Hannah. So at least for those two. Oh, and it's the case for Ozza for sure. Ozza, you know, at this point now, definitely wants to target Kylan. In fact, if Ozza won HOH this week, she was talking about uh, just, you know, putting Kylan up just for the heck of it. Like she was just like, I, I'm, I'm mad at Kylan. I want to put him on the block. It doesn't mean I want him to go home, but I just want him to feel the block. I thought that was kind of funny from Ozza. Uh, but it's, it's a six for Kylan. Yeah, I, I had him at a six last week. I'm gonna keep him at a six this week. I just I didn't see any any scenario where, where I could improve his score. Um, so if anything, I was gonna I was gonna bump it down, but ultimately I just left it the same. Um, he's and I we've we've said a lot of bad things about Kylan, but he's still a good player. He's still not in a bad spot. Obviously, he's in the cookout and he's on he's at the top part of that totem pole in terms of the cookout and the the hierarchy of the cookout um, and the you know the power rankings of that alliance. But he's just gotta he's gotta change the way he's talking to people because it's starting to get on people's nerves and I don't need to go into extreme detail because we already talked about it. Um, I'm I will just say I, I still have confidence in Kylan, but it's definitely a lot more shaky than it was even just seven days ago last time we recorded this podcast. Yeah, and I should I should say because you're right. I'm I'm kind of like nitpicking Kylan like like hardcore mm-hmm. right now. Uh, another good thing that he has going for him is that now Sarah Beth is HOH. And I think he could have a lot oh, of yeah. influence in what Sarah Beth decides to do. And he can sway it to, to have the noms that are very good for Kylan. So that is very good for him. And Kylan still very much is in this game. He could still win the game. Um, you know, that's very possible. Uh, so I don't want to act like Kylan can't win now, unlike some of these other people. Like uh, like Alyssa probably can't win. Um, Ozza, it's unlikely. Big D probably can't win, you know, like Claire and Derek X, it's starting to look pretty, pretty bad. Uh, but Kylan, he can still win. So, you know, we'll see. He, he just has to change what he's doing. That's for sure. Uh, next person up is Sarah Beth. Um, last week, I had Sarah Beth at a three. Looking back on it, I wonder if I was potentially too low on Sarah Beth. But at the time, I thought she would be the main target. Turns out Kylan went HOH, so she was safe. And this week, she won HOH, so she's going to be safe again. And another week where she potentially could have been the person going home. Uh, I bumped Sarah Beth up at least a half point to a 3.5. Uh, she's HOH. Um, she she could do something to put herself in a better position. It, again, it's 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 tough to break through with you know when you have the cookout. Obviously, it's such a loyal alliance. But I at least gave her a half point because I was like, okay, if Sarah Beth can somehow like get out maybe Oz or Big D, which could be her possible nominations. I could see Sarah Beth going a number of routes, but if she could do something like that, 
and she can somehow get out like a member of the cookout, whether it's Oza, Big D, or someone else. I mean, preferably Tiffany. I, I That's not happening. But preferably she could get out Tiffany for her game. That would, I mean, Sarah Beth would probably go up to like a at least a five if she got somehow got out Tiffany. Um, but I, I have her at 3.5 here. I think what she'll actually do, it's kind of hard to predict. Like I said, the one option is that she could do Oz and Big D. I know she's talked about that. She's told a couple people that that's what she should, that's what she would do. Now, I don't know if she'll actually go through it. Kylan's probably going to try to convince her not to do that. Um, we know that Kylan wants to target Derek X. That's either, yeah, he, he would prefer to target Derek X. If it's not Derek X, uh, it would be Claire. So he's going to try to convince Sarah Beth probably to either backdoor Derek X or to like put him straight up and try to get him to use his money on the roulette power. Um, so we'll just have to see how it plays out. Again, these are just some of my guesses, I guess, on what could happen. Um, but if Kylan doesn't, like if Kylan doesn't have a lot of influence on her, I could see her just putting up Oz and Big D, which could potentially um, get one of them out of the house. But even so, um, because we have this roulette power, someone who wins it in the cookout could actually use it to save Big D or Aza. So like say if Tiffany wins the roulette power, she could save Aza. And then what the roulette would do is it would um, randomly, like they would spin a wheel and it could, whoever gets nominated, it would be by random. So it can be anyone. It could be Alyssa. It could be Kylan. It could be Derek X. It, it could be anyone. So uh, this week is going to be very interesting uh, to see what happens. Um, and if, a cookout member does not go home this week, then I think, uh, yeah, Sarah Best game is very much, like, uh, pretty pretty much dead, I would say. So I, I held her steady from last week to this week at a five. Um, she did win HOH, so obviously she's safe. Whatever crazy things happen this week, if that roulette comes into play and something happens, she's safe, so she doesn't have to worry about any of that. Um, I'm in, I'm interested to see. I think we'll learn a lot about Sarah Beth this week in terms of if she's going to play her own HOH or if she's just going to play Kylan's HOH for him. I think I agree with you. If she's going to play her own HOH, I think, and this is my opinion, but the best thing for her to do would be to, to just put up Aza and, and Derek F because you wouldn't necessarily be doing what Kylan wants, but you're not really going to ruffle a whole lot of feathers if you put them up. Um, I guess the cookout won't be happy about it, but... If you're going to put up two people to the cookout, I think the cookout would prefer that you put up those two. So we'll see. Excuse me. We'll see. Um, a five just because – and for the record, Trevor, I do think last week a three, I think that was too low. Um, you said – I don't know if that – maybe that was too low. I think the three was too low for her. But, hey, that's my teammate. I'm going to stick up for her. Um, but a five, kind of in the middle, not the best player in the world, definitely not the worst player in the world. She's shown flashes of, of good gameplay, and I, I do think she's capable of that. But at the same time, like you said – She's shown times where it just doesn't look like it's going to work out for her. Um, obviously, again, she's not in the cookout. Not good. Probably going to be an issue down the line. But for this week, she's safe. It'll just be a matter of how much of an influence Kylan has on her. I'm hoping not a lot, but I'm fearing that it's going to be a lot. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely see how that turns out. Uh, next player up is Tiffany. Um, Tiffany, I, I have had at an 8 for the past few weeks now. Um, I finally moved her down. I considered it last week. I did do it this week. Um, it's a 7.5. And the biggest reason for that is because it is really that Tiffany 
is not playing the most optimal game that she could be playing right now. Um, again, she's very loyal to the cookout, and I think it's it could be a potential game-losing mistake for her, honestly, that she could look back on if she gets really close and say someone, you know, Xavier takes her out the final three or something, she could look back and be like, man, I wish I would have done some things differently. Um, so I, it's down to a 7.5. She's still in a very good position. Uh, you know, it's interesting. We're talking about the two best players last here. With Tiffany mm -hmm. and Xavier here, I think that Xavier is in a better position overall right now. Um, not by a lot, but I think Xavier is in a better position. But I still think Tiffany is overall the better player. I think she's more capable um, because she's just more active. You know, Xavier has been passive in past weeks. He's kind of just like chilled. And and Tiffany, I think, is just she's more convincing. She's uh, she just has more influence overall on the game, and I and I trust her abilities more. So. It's a 7.5 for Tiffany, and um, actually, spoiler alert, I'll just say it. I gave uh, Xavier a 7.5 as well, so it's the same rating, but it kind of averages out that I think Tiffany's a better player, but I think Xavier's in a better position right now. Yeah, I kept Tiffany at a, at a 7. I originally was going to give her a 6.5, but that's the same score I gave Hannah, and I do think she's, I like you said, Trevor, I think Hannah's probably 3 in this situation. Tiffany is in a better spot. I'd put Tiffany at 2. Um, and spoiler, I have Xavier higher than Tiffany. But I have Tiffany at a 7. Um, again, like you said, she probably still is the best player, but is she in the best position at the moment? Probably not. Um, and I don't know if I don't know if it's going to matter this week, but Sarah Beth doesn't necessarily love Tiffany, and Tiffany doesn't necessarily love Sarah Beth. Sarah Beth is in power this week. Do I think that'll matter? No, I don't think Tiffany's going home this week, but we'll see. She's still in the cookout. She's still the main one or two, you know, top one or two people in that alliance. But... I don't think her game got any better over the last week, so we'll see. I still have a lot of faith in Tiffany. She's still a great player. She's still fun to watch. I kind of wish she would add more drama to the season because I think she's capable of adding more drama to the season. The season's lacking in that department, but um, we'll see what happens moving forward. She'll be around for a long time. I'm not worried about her going home unless you know this twist does something crazy and she goes home on an unfortunate situation that really was out of her control um, in terms of the game that's in her control, controlling what she can control. She's done a good job, and she's in a really good position still. Yeah, and I think as we get to Xavier, I'll just kind of continue to talk about them together, just because I think it's really interesting. Like this, like it could we could see a, a battle of like Tiffany and Xavier here trying to pull each other's uh, you know people away from each other, like Tiffany trying to pull Alyssa from Xavier and Xavier trying to pull Hannah from Tiffany or what, whatever the case may be. I think we're going to continue seeing that. And that's kind of, I, I guess that's the thing that I'm enjoying most right now. Uh, we saw that a little bit last season with Cody and Tyler, at least um, early in the season until Cody kind of took over. So I think we're kind of seeing something similar here now with Tiffany and Xavier. And it's really interesting to watch. Um, you know, with Tiffany... Like I was saying, like her most optimal pass, she should be trying to keep Claire as long as possible. Uh, Claire really trusts her inherently, it seems like. Uh, Derek X is another person that really trusts Tiffany. Um, and I think Tiffany has, you know, she kind of went to bat for Claire last week. I think we could see a situation where if Derek X is in trouble, I could see Tiffany potentially going to bat for Derek X and trying to keep him in this house. 
if it, you know if like Kylan's trying to get in Sarah Beth's ear, and I think we could even see like Xavier trying to push for Derek X to go home as well because that would be very good for Xavier's game if if we were here next week and Derek X is out of the house, which I shouldn't even say that right. I should knock on wood. Um, yeah, don't be talking like that, Trevor. <laughs> if that happens, Xavier um, undoubtedly will have the highest rating for me. He'll probably go up to an eight, and Tiffany might go down, honestly. Um, but that's that's about it for me. What are your uh, thoughts on Xavier? Yeah, I got him at 7.5. He's my highest rated player at this point. I've just been very impressed with him. I mean, there's no way he's going home this week. He's just in a really good position. I don't see anybody being upset with him for any reason. Like, even Tiffany has had some issues with a couple people. I haven't seen Xavier really have any issues with anyone. There just hasn't been a whole lot of adversity to his game. Um, and on top of that, he's in the cookout. He's like you know one of the main leaders of the cookout. He can win competitions when he has to. Just all around, he's a really good player, and he's got his bases covered in almost every aspect of the game. Um, so he's he's definitely in it for the long run. I'm interested to see how his game, you know, how it, how it goes down the stretch here. Again, this is this is not counting any wild twists that may send him home for some super unfortunate reason but similar to tiffany controlling what he can control he's done an awesome job he's done an amazing job um i've been very impressed with xavier really from the very beginning obviously he's a really smart dude other other house guests um i think know that he's a really smart dude but he's surrounded by people that are going to protect him um even people not in the cookout like Alyssa, seem like they they uh, she has his back so he's just done a really good job of putting himself in one of, if not the best position in the house at the moment. My score reflects that, and I'm very excited to see where Xavier goes and what he does down the stretch here of this game. Yeah, me as well, especially because uh, he was my number one draft pick. So yes. I, I definitely would not be mad if Xavier won this game and if he continued to play well, I'll, I'll tell you that. But um, I think that's just about it here. You know, the season, it's been, just in general, it's been very good, but I think this week... Uh, was a little bit of a downer, and it might continue in that path, unfortunately. We'll see. I'm, I'm not getting, like, I, I don't want to get too pessimistic or anything because uh, it hasn't been a really solid season. It's, you know, it's up there. It has an amazing cast. I'm still really enjoying it, but I'm just worried now that we're going to see kind of this march to the end here where it's, you know, this alliance dominating like we have seen so many times recently. Um, but, Ben, do you have anything else before we close it out? Yeah, just, just to piggyback on what you just said, I, I was hesitant to have any opinions on this season before jury, and I like, I like to tell myself, like, until jury, you really just don't know, because the season could be great pre-jury, and then all of a sudden, it goes down the drain. So I really didn't want to have any super strong opinions. Obviously, the cast is great, but I didn't want to have any super strong opinions until we got to jury. Now that we're at jury, I agree with you, Trevor. I'm, I'm afraid that it's going to go down a path where we're just going to see the cookout slaughter everybody else. They're going to be top six, and then we kind of already have an idea of how that would play out from there in terms of who would be maybe the final three. Hopefully that doesn't happen. I want to see some parity. The voting this year has been atrocious. It's been embarrassing. The closest vote we've had is, what, seven to two? Um, that needs to get a whole lot better because right now the Thursday episodes, they've been good, but there's just been no suspense. You pretty much know who's going home. Production can try all they want to make it seem like it's going to be close, but it's never been close. Um, so again, I'm being a little, I'm nitpicking a little bit, but there's some things I want to see change here in the next few weeks, and I do think the next few weeks will have a very big, um, or I should say, it'll be they'll be very important in terms of the legacy of this season and how this season's going to go. 
Yeah, and I gotta say the twist is I mean, you you can't ignore it. The twist is a big part of it because if there was no twist oh, yeah. right now and Sarah Beth was just the HOH, assuming that Kylan wasn't influencing her, she could just put up two cookout members and one of them would go home. Um, most likely, unless the veto's used and whatever, she puts up someone else. But uh, for the most part, the twists, I don't like them, you know. And just in general, you know, my thoughts on any season are that um, even even if I like the power players, so like I, I like Tiffany a lot. I love Xavier, obviously. Uh, we've talked about that. He's my first draft pick. So I want them to do well. I would be very happy with a Tiffany or Xavier win. I just don't want the whole alliance to be so dominant the whole way. And we've seen so many seasons where that's been the case now. That's been, that was the case last season. Uh, Big River 21 was a little bit different, I guess, but it had its own separate problems. BB20 was very good to start um, for a while, but then it was kind of similar in a sense too, I guess, toward the end. But I, I think that's about it. Um, you know, I'm, st I'm still hopeful that we can see some interesting things from this week. Um, I just really hope that Derek X doesn't go home. Um, but with that being said, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the Small Baller. Um, as far as this podcast, the Five Seconds of Fame podcast, you can listen pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Uh, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Uh, I think TuneIn Radio. There's probably a couple other ones. Um, you know, if you see the reviews down below, give us five stars. If you like it, you can leave a comment. Obviously, we love to hear that. Any feedback you got what we're doing well, what we're not doing well. Um, but with that being said, we will be back again uh, next Thursday. Brandon will be back as well. Um, and then we also have the Small Baller Podcast, a new episode coming out on Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern time. So look out for that one, and we'll see you next time.